Welcome back to the Melbourne Coffee Culture Podcast. I'm Jonathan, your host, and today we are going to be talking about gadgets. Today I'm at home and I've just brewed a pour over and it tastes absolutely amazing. Uh, it's from Colombia, from Finca Los Pedigorales, and uh, this was roasted by Symmetry Coffee Roasters in Blackburn. Uh, they get a lot of their coffee through Project Origin, and that's the importing arm um, from Owner Coffee, the world uh, barista championship uh, cafe in Canberra. Canberra's a really unusual... Um, city in that there was a debate about where the capital of Australia should be between Melbourne and Sydney and so they just decided to build a new city in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, Canberra's awesome and uh, Owner Coffee is doing some great things and really happy to be drinking this uh, Colombian pour over. The reason I start with this introduction is because I'm brewing coffee really in a very similar manner to the way that I was taught to brew specialty coffee. I came out of the third wave uh, movement and worked my way up to St. Ali and Sensory Lab. Uh, and, you know, Matt Perger was doing great things there with uh, coffee shots and Melconic EK grinders and VST baskets and refractometry. And I have seen his... Um, and other people's uh, focus on objective coffee changed the way we do things. But, but a lot of those ways that we were doing things in 2011 and 2012 um, still seem to be working. There's a bit of debate at the moment about uh, freezing coffee. Uh, there's a lot of debate about distribution and which is the best uh, method to distribute espresso grinds into the portafilter. So today I'm just going to do a mini episode covering some of the gadgets that you must have, some of the gadgets that you need, and some of the gadgets that are optional in cafes in Melbourne and around the world. Welcome back to the Melbourne Coffee Culture Podcast. This week we are delving into some of the gadgets that you must have in specialty coffee in Melbourne. And it has changed from time to time what is important. And we've come to a place where there's a lot of noise around specialty coffee. I think it's confusing for the barista and for the marketplace and for the customer and uh, there's just so many gadgets around and I think it's fantastic that we're trying to make better coffee but I think we're overdoing it a little bit. Um, let's start with the basics. So coffee machine. I believe that a commercial coffee machine is required for the commercial environment. I would 
use the exception of the Lama Zocco GS3, which is a home machine, a $7,000 home machine, but you can line up multiple Lama Zoccos at a cafe and operate with luxury and precision. The Decent Coffee Grinder is another home machine that I would recommend uh, for some retail coffee uh, situations. The Decent Coffee Machine is a a new uh, technology that does not uh, involve a, a boiler. So it's actually heating coffee uh, using a new technology and it's very interesting and exciting and I believe that a commercial environment where there are multiple uh, decent espresso machines lined up may actually work. For everybody else, I would recommend a dual boiler uh, commercial machine such as a Lama Zocco, a San Remo, a Keys van der Westen and a Seneso um, because you're going to have a lot more precision, a lot more capability for a, a retail environment. Absolutely go with a jug rinser, that's a no-brainer. Let's talk tamping. There are so many uh, debates at the moment about coffee distribution. It is really important to distribute the coffee evenly. The Mythos One grinder distributes nice fluffy coffee into the portafilter. However, a lot of people are losing coffee as they try to pull the portafilter out of the holder. I believe that the Mythos One grinder is far, far too slow, about four seconds too slow for a commercial environment and that you must pay Victoria Arduino another $4,000 to get a second grinder. If you're going to use a Mythos One, you absolutely need another one. <laughs> uh, it's far too slow. I used to be able to uh, grind coffee, tamp, steam a jug of milk and almost be pouring it in about you know 12 seconds when you've got multiple groups going now to lose nine seconds seven and a half grinding another second or two pull, putting in and pulling out the the porta filter is just too slow um, i would therefore go with a um, melconic ek 43 with pre-weighed coffee um, or some of the new acacia scales or some other technology that can weigh the coffee dose by dose for you, or a traditional Mazza Roba electronic. I do believe that uh, manual dosing grinders are faster. However, I would always go with a, an automatic electronic dosing grinder for consistency. Moving on from tampers, there's the puck tamp. I have no problem with puck tamps. Uh, autom automating any part of the espresso service is a great idea. I just want to encourage people to focus on distribution and tamping. Take that extra half a second to tamp properly. Don't rush the tamping. Do everything else fast if you need to, but when you're tamping, just take a second. Enjoy the moment. Um, try not to create suction with your tamper. Look at the Barista Hustle. There's a lot of technology available for tamping. 
you must understand the uh, surface area of that bed of coffee and how important it is to have a tamper that really does cover the entire bed of coffee. So you're looking at um, the right size tamper for the right size basket. Really important. I would also love to throw in there the Uber Milk Frother. That's spelled U-E-B-E-R, ubermilk.de. Now, you can um, replace a staff member, I believe, with this machine. It is quite a few thousand dollars, um, and I've seen it at the Tulip Coffee Bar in DeGrave Street, Melbourne. Uh, I can't see any need for a person steaming milk anymore. Um, now, you may need to buy three Uber milk frothers, one for full cream, one for skinny, and one for almond milk, um, and that's going to cost a lot of money, but I'd be considering the $200 a day you're spending on a professional milk frother. That I've, I've fulfilled that role many times in my life, and um, I think that the Uber milk frother can easily replace one barista. Um, I'd even go in there and say, why not? Why not do prepayments with Skip, with uh, HeyU, um, with Automate and other um, online services, put a square reader out the front and even do away with your cash register person if you can. Um, now I understand some cafes won't want to do that for various reasons, but I'm just wanting to throw in a plug for automation. Thanks for listening to this Gadgets episode of the Melbourne Coffee Culture Podcast, please subscribe and tell a friend, anyone who's interested in coffee, tell them about the podcast. We'd love you to post us on social media. Thanks for listening.